0: Welcome to The Pleasure Provocateur, a weekly devotion to pleasure that invites the erotically curious to break free of cultural conditioning and dive deep into the realms of erotic exploration. I'm your host, Laray, erotic embodiment coach and founder of Slutty Girl Problems, supporting you to let go of shame, empower your pleasure, and embody and express your authentic self. Join me on a journey as we unravel the intersection of sex and society to cultivate deeper connections and expand and embolden our pleasure. Hello and welcome to the Pleasure Provocateur podcast. I'm Laray of Slutty Girl Problems, and I am so excited to bring this to you. The Pleasure Provocateur is all about exploring our pleasure, expanding our concept of pleasure, and is really this evolving journey as I go on my own journey of exploring pleasure. I've done a lot of work on overcoming shame and stigma and the cultural and personal forces that get in the way of us really fully embodying. Our sexual pleasure, our connections with others, our communication. And this podcast is the embodiment of that journey and the unfolding as I continue to go on the journey. I'm going to be weaving in mental health tools, personal development, personal growth, interviews with other amazing folks doing great sex positive work, and all different types of modalities and angles for exploring how we invite pleasure into our lives, whether that is is connecting with other people, connecting with ourselves, our own self-love, our self-esteem, and everything that goes along with being a fully authentic, fully tuned in, tapped in, embodied person, connect it to your pleasure. So we're going to explore all different types of things over this podcast, whether it is kink and non-traditional relationship styles, um, polyamory open relationships, to the healing modalities and tools that I've used around overcoming trauma and finding my sexual essence, really being able to communicate that to partners, attachment theory. I have so much that I've been wanting to share. Um, For this first episode, I have known that I have wanted to talk about the concept of rebirth for a long time from years ago when I started thinking about this podcast and I've been through a lot of my own sexual rebirths um, from overcoming shame and my sexual debut and understanding like hookup and casual sex culture to exploring kinks and polyamory and open relationships. Uh, But what really has been striking me recently is how the concept of rebirth is actually so much more messy than it seems on social media. Often we see on social media um, this idea of awakening. That's all the rose petals and the fruit and the baths with champagne. And in my experience, while I love all of those things, um, having a rebirth or a sexual awakening has looked so vastly different. It has been a messy process of understanding my boundaries, uh, not just just my wants and my needs and desires, but what I don't want in my life, what's not working for me and setting up the structures and boundaries to limit those forces in my life. Um, understanding the external patterns that are playing out in my life, whether that's unhealthy relationship dynamics or how I want to uh, shift in my work so that I'm not burnt out or how I want to show up authentically in my sexuality rather than putting on a performance. And we think that these things like our career and our sexuality and our relationships are these distinct buckets of our lives, but really all of the tools are so interconnected. As you're learning to set boundaries and express your needs in your sex life and in your relationship, all of those tools start to apply to other things in your life, your friendships, your family relationships, your relationships to work. And it really all starts with this relationship to ourselves and knowing that we matter, our needs and desires matter, and valuing ourselves, asserting to the people in our lives, whether that's a partner or a family member or a friend or our boss or ourselves when we're not honoring ourselves, that we matter. Our needs matter. Um, So this rebirth process has, for me, really looked like understanding the landscape so that I can understand myself more and taking the steps forward um, to be able to make that a reality, which doesn't often look like the nice little pretty package in a bow of, um, you know, perfectly said therapeutic language to assert ourselves in a relationship or to completely re-envision our lives and our connection to ourselves and pleasure in always, not just sexual. And it's also the internal things, the negative beliefs that maybe we're not good enough or worthy or that we won't find a person who's a good match. Maybe it's that we're not capable or don't deserve things. Um, Or in my relationships, I've often played the manic pixie dream girl and I love the excitement and adventure. Uh, And while I know what is good for me, I'm not very good or haven't been very good in the past at ensuring that I'm picking partners partnerships that will bring me the groundedness, the stability, the true emotional depth that I really crave. So For me, it has been a journey of not just the external, but changing my internal relationship with myself so that I can recognize the unhealthy patterns in relationships and my role in it. Where am I holding on to things that aren't serving me or aren't good for me or are straight up toxic for me? Because I love to be loved and I love to be wanted and desired and I'm having so much fun and the sexual chemistry is there, but ultimately it's not emotionally nourishing me in the way that I need. So this is a this is a big topic, right? There's a lot of moving parts here. And it's some of the themes that we're going to come back to and keep exploring in this podcast over time. Um, But today I really just wanted to dive into this rebirth journey and what that has looked like in my experience. So as I have started to transform my relationship to my sexuality, to myself, to my relationships and how I show up in the world, even in my my career, um, that journey has really had parts to it. And I knew that there would be an untangling of the old beliefs. I've done that a lot from um, growing up in religious puritanical culture. I was raised Catholic, so dealing with all of the religious shame that comes with um, that particular religion and and others for sexuality, um, and really unwriting a lot of the messaging that I grew up with, but when it really came to the deep transformational work Every time there was some catalyst in my life where things either became so distressing that I couldn't keep going down that path anymore, or there was a sudden event that was like, this needs to change. This needs to shift. So uh, I'm going to kind of go down two roads here, sexuality and relationships, although this applies to so much, um, and you can really take this metaphor to everything (laughs) or these examples to everything. Let's see. So, as I started to explore my sexuality and started to realize that I was kinky, I had to let go of all of these old beliefs around kind of going the vanilla path or feeling like what I was doing was taboo or niche or like naughty or even like the word kinky. Like, now I embrace the word kinky and being kinky is part of me, but originally I had to really let go of some of the ways that I viewed my own sexuality and how I showed up maybe in performance to please others or in like a porn star persona, because I felt that that was how I was supposed to be in quotes, or even a more demure and um submissive, but in the sense that, well, I don't want to express what I want. So I'll just let my partner do whatever within boundaries or sometimes not even honoring my own boundaries because I didn't have the voice to truly say what it was that I wanted, even if what I wanted was being submissive, but in a particular way. So That would be an example of a catalyst where I was so uncomfortable or reached a point in the monotony or unalignment of what I was experiencing that I knew I needed to go on a journey to start to unwrite those perceptions of myself to explore something new. Had the same awakening with monogamy for myself personally and realizing that I was poly and preferred open relationships and then examining, okay, well, what is that going to look like? But I have to unwrite first all of my ideas about monogamy and the relationship escalator and uh, having a really kind of predictable way of relating in relationships that wasn't actually serving me so that I could go on the transformation to figure out what would actually work for me and write my own rules. In relationships, I've had both the type of shift that comes from feeling uncomfortable over time to those sudden events that wake you up and shake you and are like, wow, here is the final straw of this person that shows me who they are and that things need to change. Um, Whether that has been that somebody really cannot show up emotionally for me and it's been a pattern and there is just this one moment that finally stands out or that things were unaligned over time. So more of a slower disillusionment (laughs) that was the catalyst for understanding that things needed to shift. For me, some of those shifts have looked like looking at my attachment issues, going from anxious attached to secure, learning how to be a better communicator on my end. There were so many relationships where in retrospect, I was the problem because I was not able to show up and express my needs and my desires um, and do so in a way that was really conducive to us growing together as a whole. In other relationships, after I learned those communication tools, there were no amount of communication tools that were going to make that person be a better partner to me. And I still held on way too long. I hoped and thought that things could change and be better and different if only they understood me more or they went and got help themselves or dealt with an addiction. And coming to understand that I had to let go of those fantasies and find my own self-love from within, not finding that necessarily in partnership or just realizing that I needed to let go of a partnership in order to live my dreams, my own self-actualization and not be hurt and dragged down by somebody that couldn't meet me there. So this has looked like so many different things, but part one is this catalyst which then leads to the transformation. And it's, again, really not what you see on Instagram or social media when folks talk about the transformation. It's like we see this uh, caterpillar to butterfly story without seeing all the mess of the cocoon that's in between. And that's really putting in the work to dismantle everything that you've been and become who you're becoming. But whenever you're going through this transformation journey, you naturally don't have all the awareness and tools yet that you're going to have at the butterfly stage. It's this scary space of the unknown and not knowing what life is going to look like after, what that healthy relationship looks like after, what your sex life is going to look like in polyamory, or an open relationship, or a DS relationship. We don't know what we don't know because we haven't been through that transformation yet. And sometimes sitting in that unknown is so scary in and of itself that we just avoid it entirely. We might know that we want an open relationship or a kinky relationship, but if we can't imagine what that looks like yet, it's like, oh my gosh, well, how are we ever going to deal with jealousy or going to a sex club or having a threesome? And it's like, you don't need to figure all of that out right away. You don't need to jump from zero to 60 or zero to a hundred. You can start having those conversations now and exploring that, talking about it and start playing with these ideas in the transformation so that you can start to lay the groundwork for whatever is ahead And I faced this in my career and relationships too, realizing that, I really needed to do a lot of inner work on myself, not just to set boundaries, but to honor my own time, to honor my own well-being, to honor my own interests, my passions, my pleasures, my hobbies, separate from another person instead of people-pleasing or continually uh, laying myself down to whatever someone wanted to uh, be loved and support them. It's like, I've gone through this journey where now I'm like, I I don't even recognize that person that I was. And I never could have figured out who I am now if it hadn't been this painful process of discovering that and going through the mud. The caterpillar doesn't know it's going to become a butterfly. It just goes into the cocoon. It goes into the journey, the transformation process with knowing the specific details of what's going to come out of what's going to come next. It just goes in because being a caterpillar isn't working for it anymore. It goes in because that's the next step for it to transform and it needs to let go of this old form to be able to become something new but it doesn't know it's going to become a butterfly. It just goes on a journey. And that might shake up your world at first. Maybe this was something that you were so excited for, dreamed of, that's no longer resonating, or you were so excited for the change and the shift. Like I've been so excited to launch this podcast forever, and it has been so scary. And it's been difficult to work on my own self-limiting beliefs of sounding weird, or nobody's going to like it, or not good enough, and overcoming that fear to even show up and do this. And it's been difficult and painful, and I've had to have trust that there is something on the other side that is showing me that it's been worth it after all. I've gone through so much questioning, dismantling, wondering if things in my life have been the right choice, let's say a bad relationship ending. And you say, man, that was so painful, but it's also so painful to be alone and facing myself and who am I now that this long relationship I've had is no longer a part of my life. For me, thinking about all the things that we dreamed of together, all the things that we wanted to do, and now having to figure out how to do that myself on my own or with friends and the people that I love in my life, uh, its it can have you questioning, why are why am I even on this journey? Would Wouldn't it be easier to go back to the old way, to the old relationship, to the old way of working, um, to the old paradigms of, let's say, monogamy, because sometimes the journey itself can feel so difficult. But it is all part of the process, and the final butterfly end result that we see on social media is just not reality, Coming back to the rebirth metaphor, which I really love so much, is that there's all of this discomfort. If we think about rebirth, the catalyst might be, let's say, finding out that you're pregnant. You realize that everything is going to change or your lifestyle needs to change. Something is going to happen that is going to change your life in some way, emotionally, physically, mentally, your roles, how you show up then the transformation part of that is the pregnancy itself. It is uh, the, the growth, the learning, reading the books. It's figuring out all the pieces that are going to go into that. And just like a pregnancy, what we see on social media of the cute Instagram shots uh, isn't the reality. Pregnancy is physically taxing. It's emotional. It's mental, hormonal. And when you're going through any transformation, you are going to feel the same. The reality of the journey is all the work being done behind the scenes, behind the social media veil that it took to get there, to the birth, to the rebirth. Um, And we don't talk about that journey. So I'm really excited to continue talking about that and destigmatizing it. Going through these three parts, the rebirth, This is what we think the social media is, right? But what is rebirth, actually? It's messy, it's painful. The literal birth is pain, stress, difficulty, emotions. And yes, there's something awesome on the other side, but it is also this complete shift of your life, how you relate to the world, your roles, how you're integrating all of this new information. You don't have the birth and you're just like, I'm all good, I'm ready to go. (laughs) And it can be really beautiful, but it incorporates all of these pieces of integration and adapting and new tools and skills and ways of life. Even if we think about the caterpillar turning into a butterfly in the cocoon, it comes out of the cocoon. Or if you think about like a, a lizard or something shedding, being born out of an egg, it has to push and work itself out of the cocoon or out of the egg so that all of its bones and wings um, start to unfurl or come out of the shell. Like, it is a lot of work for those things to come out of a cocoon or to shed skin or to come out of a shell and be born. And that is an integral part, like, putting in all of the learning, right, And doing the work to have that be born. Thinking about this in terms of, let's say, sexuality. This can look like that moment where you are finally ready to take the leap and the jump. You've done all of the reading and learning about kink or polyamory or relationships. And you're ready to dive in. And then when you get in it, it's like motherhood begins. (laughs) Like you go through the birth, and then you are still learning every single day. We romanticize. Things when we see other people doing it or when we think about the past. But in reality, um, it has not been as smooth sailing and blissful as either is portrayed on social media or how I imagined it in my own mind. Uh, I just know that I'm on a more aligned track than I was, but it's still work. It's still learning every day. It's figuring out how to handle life in a new way as I go, just like it would be if I birthed a newborn and now was raising a newborn and soon a toddler, it will get easier as things go Because you become more comfortable with all of these new ways of living, you get into a routine and a flow, but you have literally brought forward a brand new life for yourself, for your relationship, for your career, for your sexuality. And even as that grows, there will still be new learnings, there will still be new challenges. If you follow any polyamorous couple influencers on social media, they're navigating new challenges all the time. They're talking with their partner about new boundaries new relationships, new fears that come up, new doubts, new triggers, things that uh, like an unfolding of an onion that were buried under the surface that now arise. And the more that you go on the journey, the more is revealed, the more that you integrate, the more that you learn. Um, But it is not the the rose petals, bathtub champagne (laughs) that we so often see. And we still may have multiple rebirths, like I said on my own journey, understanding things in relationships in a new way, multiple relationships that have ended, and then going into a new relationship with all of these new understandings of communication, attachment systems, skills that I can employ in those relationships, and still coming into a relationship learning all new things about an all new person that has a whole different past and their own and their own triggers and traumas and pieces that they're bringing into the relationship that now we need to navigate together, which naturally brings up new things in me, new uh, pains and wounds from my childhood Maybe it's triggers that I had thought that I worked through and then they come up in a new way or this person just has a certain thing about them that is bringing up something new in me. (laughs) Or even in sexuality, I went through my journey of even just feeling comfortable as a sexual being to feeling more comfortable with kink and then poly, and then sharing myself more sexually online, um, getting into sex work and content creation, putting my face to my work <laughs> and being more open about my sexuality, and now even creating this and being even more open and more vulnerable about my own personal life and the things that I've learned on my journey and the tough parts of the journey. So, there are multiple rebirths and All of them are tough, and all of them, in my experience, have really taken me to new understandings of myself, of the world, of relationships, and new awarenesses. So that is an overview of how I'm viewing this rebirth process and how that has manifested or how that has played in my life um, through all of my many rebirth journeys. And I know that I'm going to have so much more to share on this concept. It's such an evolving process. Even in recording this, so many more ideas have come up. um, And I'm going to be continuing to explore that in future episodes. I love the intersection of mental health, our personal development, our sexuality, our relationships, and they are all so deeply connected to our pleasure, our eroticism. It is just all present. So I'll definitely be continuing to explore this in upcoming episodes and expand on these tools and themes that have come up in my journey and my growth as I unravel and transform my relationships, my relationship to my work, my sexuality, my connections, and pleasure as a whole. So I'm so excited to share that with you and and support you in welcoming more pleasure into your life. I like to really view it as Welcoming in a love that is really grounded in me, which starts with loving myself. It's not about finding the perfect person or the perfect sexuality. It's that the more that I can be loving and gentle and compassionate and kind with myself, the more that I can create that in my work, in my relationships, in my reality, and pick the things that align me with my joy, that align me with where I want to be. I am so excited to go on this journey with you on the podcast. I have a lot of great episodes coming up. and going to be doing some amazing interviews over the next several weeks, so make sure to subscribe so that this will be popping up on your favorite podcast app wherever you get them. Please go ahead and give a five-star rating or whatever the rating system is on your app so that this can reach more people and folks. And you can go follow me on social media at SluttyGRLProbs. I'm most active on Instagram or SluttyGirlProblems.com. That is where I'm going to be sharing most of the updates about this podcast. And then I also have linked in that bio my personal account at Joe and the Pleasure Provocator podcast. Please feel free to say hi there. I always love seeing your comments, your feedback, your messages. They light me up. And if you share the podcast, I will be absolutely thrilled. You can share and tag me, and I will be so thrilled to re-tag you. If this sparked something in you and you have more questions, you want to dive deeper, feel free to reach out, whether it's a question that you want me to tackle in another show or a topic that's on your mind, or if you want to connect for coaching, you can do so on my website, com. Click coaching at the top. It's also on sluttygirlproblems.com, and it's linked in my bios on social media. I would love to connect with you for a one-to-one coaching uh, or an individual call if you're feeling called to explore. See you next week and I am so excited to explore more with you.